Hello and welcome back to my podcast, um, my exploration on what it's like being queer here at McPherson College. Uh, my name is Asher, I use they them pronouns, and today I'm here with Corvus Williams. So tell me a little about yourself. Where are you from? How you identify? What class are you in? Those kind of things. Um, I'm a freshman. I'm from the boonies known as Clay Center, Kansas. Real. Um, I identify as non-binary and I'm a lesbian. Fantastic. Okay, so what has been your experiences here so far, Mac? I had someone try to hit me with their with their truck and I was so, so mad about it. As you should be. I was trying to walk to class and these dicks keep pulling up with their super loud fucking trucks and they rev their engines at me. And then they try to hit me with their trucks. And when it doesn't work, they try to hit me with the toes on the back of their truck. Real. It's been great here. <laughs> yeah. It's been so great here. <laughs> Do you want to elaborate on anything else here at Mac? That's fine if the answer is no. People give me fuck-ass looks. Yeah. It's terrible. People look at me. I don't like being perceived. Real. If you don't know what course looks like, um, they have bright blue hair. <laughs> I am the stereotype of blue hair and pronouns. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so with you trying, you almost getting in my car, what would you say is something that you would want to change about my person college? Not have as many hicks here. Okay, we are in the middle of Kansas. <laughs> I know. Listen, that's a lot to ask for. I know. I think it'd be blissful, though. So, what else would you want to change, then, besides... Population control, apparently. <laughs> um, I mean, more gender-neutral bathrooms would be nice. Real. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nice. I'd love to be able to, like, go pee and not worry about someone stabbing me. Because um, that's always in the back of my head. And I'm like, what if I get stabbed today? Yeah. I just want to pee in peace. That's all I need. That's all I want. It's basic human right, you know. Basic human rights would be nice too here. Um, that's always fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get a little background information on you. When did you realize you were queer? And you can talk sexuality, gender, both, whatever. Um, sexuality-wise, I think I realized that I like women um, in, like, eighth grade, I think, was when I finally came to terms with it. There was a lot of, like, religious trauma going on there, so I didn't want to believe it for a while. Yeah. Um, and then eighth grade hit, um, and I was like, yeah, women are pretty nice. Um, and then that summer, I went to Seattle for a field trip, and... Um, I had, like, the first interaction with a non-binary person. Yeah. Because I live in the boonies. That doesn't really exist out here. Yeah. Um, not easily accessible, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had, like, a couple interactions with, like, trans people and, like, non-binary people. And I was like, oh, I can be that. That's what's up. That's what's I up. I can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I started questioning my gender. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's why I don't want to be a woman. Got it. Um, and then it, I it went through a lot of cycles. Um, went through a lot of different name changes. Um, yeah. Could never really find something that stuck. 
Um, now I'm pretty solid in it. The front out situation is pretty heavily figured out. Um, I don't struggle with it too much anymore. That's good. Um, but I think the, around that time was when I started like realizing it. It wasn't until like sophomore year of high school where I was fully like, yeah. I went through a little rough patch in freshman year. That was a bad time. I don't remember most of it. Oh, me um, too. <laughs> that was a rough time. Um, yeah. I just don't think about that time very often. So I, I usually equate it to sophomore year when I figured everything out. That's so real. Um, what brought you to Mac? the only place that accepted me for cheap. <laughs> oh, real. No, I got into a lot of places. I couldn't afford any of them, though. Oh, I wasn't man. even supposed to be doing studio art. Mm -hmm. um, I was originally supposed to be going to college for anthropology and archaeology. Um, I was going to be a forensic anthropologist. That makes so much sense with the puzzles. Yeah. Um, fun fact about Corvus, we live together. So, they have these 3D puzzles. <laughs> Um, from the 50s. From the 50s. They're old, and you can tell. They were sitting on our living room floor, um, putting together Notre Dame. Yeah, it was Notre Dame. It took, like, two days. Mm-hmm. Realistically. Yeah. <laughs> if you, like, took out all the little pauses, hour-wise, it was two days. Mm-hmm. Um, it sits in our living room now, and it'll stay there. Probably for a very long time. That's the Taj Mahal. But I don't have any time or will. To want to do anything fun in my life right now. Oh, that's so real. Welcome to finals week. Or the no, week no. before finals. No, yeah, with the, like, getting accepted out of state, I was really not wanting to go anywhere in Kansas. Yeah. Um, I kind of wanted out of here, you know? Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be in the boonies forever. Um, who does, except weird hicks that, like, drive their tractors to school? That's a very common that thing in Clay. They do that here. Yeah, I know. I you know. came to a car school. Like I said, I couldn't escape the boonies. <laughs> I couldn't get out. This was the only place that was cheap enough, which is shocking. It was so expensive. Literally everywhere else I got accepted. Because of, like, the scholarship stuff, at mm -hmm. least. And um, this is the only place that, like, gave me decent scholarships. And that was the deciding factor. Because it's expensive as hell here. Don't don't get it twisted. It's a private college. grand a year. Yeah. But with all of the, um, like, scholarships and stuff, I was able to, like, go for a lot cheaper than what the other schools were offering me. And so I came here, and here doesn't offer any, like, anthropology or archaeology. Um, and yeah. I was like, studio art's a thing. Maybe that'll be fun. It's not. Okay, but your art is pretty cool. <laughs> sure, but I, I'm not having fun. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I have a bunch of project classes. I can do projects. I'm dying. <laughs> yeah. You can go to grad school for archaeology. Yeah, that's true. I thought about, like, pursuing, like, a different major after I got out of this college, but I don't know. We'll see how this college experience goes and if one of these hicks doesn't try to kill me first. Yeah, you got to make it out the four years or however long it takes yeah. you to get to a degree. Um, okay, so you've been here for four months. What has been, uh, what is something that has made you feel safe and or, like, welcomed? Here at Mac. Probably the house. Yeah. Um, I was really worried because originally they were sticking me in dot and I really didn't want to be there. Mm -hmm. Um, like, yeah, I was like co-ed and everything, but it's not like a true gender neutral housing. No, co-ed 
and co-ed's a little scarier in my opinion i honestly when i it is co-ed because guys and girls and yeah anyone in between can live there but it's still so gendered by how yeah. the hallways work. You yeah, because the hallways are, like, super gendered. Yeah. And I didn't like that. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not going to want to be here in about a month Yeah, if I do that. And then Dr. Pye gave me the offer for the MC house. And I was like, yeah, I'd much rather do that, please. Yeah. Um, And it's been great. Aww. <laughs> crazy how when you put gay people in a house, it makes them feel safe. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's uh, crazy. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. I'm glad you feel safe at the house. Is there anything else that's made you feel safe? Or wanted here? Or Maybe welcome? just the house. <laughs> okay. Real. Because I, I don't feel like I'm not welcome in the house, and that's that's nice that I feel like I belong there. Um, I feel like if I was anywhere else, I'd be having a terrible time right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and would probably be climbing through the depths of hell to stay afloat. <laughs> um... Don't get me wrong, I'm doing that right now with my classes, but, like, at least I'm not doing that situation-wise. True. At least you're not going to classes and then going home and doing the same battle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's living in, it's nice living in a house, like, with other people like me who have been in my same situation yeah. and can, like, understand what's, what that's like. Because a lot of us are in very similar situations. Um, yeah. And it's nice to have somewhere to go that isn't, like, my house. Yeah, true. Would you be comfortable talking about your professor? Oh, fuck yeah, I Okay, will. so you can at her, but I will cut it out. Anyways, she does not like me. I have a professor right now. Terrible. They don't like me. Um, they actively glare at me when I go into class. I haven't been to class in a while because of it, because I don't feel safe there. Yeah. Um. And, like, I get sick a lot. I have chronic illnesses and, like, the worst immune system I could have ever been gifted. True. Um, it is a curse, not a blessing. And so I miss class a lot because I get so sick I can't move. And mm-hmm. I get so sick I can't function. And um, I email all my professors. Like, I, I do that sometimes hours in advance. Like, it'll be the middle of the night. And I'm like, I'm dying right now. And I'll email my professors. This professor, however, never answers my emails, doesn't look at them. Mm-hmm. Um, and every time, even when I have an excused absence, they'll mark it unexcused immediately. Um, and I've complained about it multiple times to people. And it's terrible. And I'll like have doctor's notes and stuff if I have appointments. I'll like do things like that. And they just won't look at the email. Um and, like, I'll ask, like, what are we doing in class right now so I can keep up in the textbook mm-hmm. so I can stay on track so I don't die. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just won't answer. They'll just be like, get back to class soon. Um, and then I got an email that was, like, after I had said, I'm really sick right now, and if I move, I throw up. Mm-hmm. And all they sent me, but I asked, like, what do I need to do right now? to stay afloat because I knew a test was going to be coming up and things like that. Mm -hmm. And the only thing they said back to me was, you should just drop the class at this point since you don't want to show up. Okay. Then you send me 50 bucks and take take my grade. That's going to be on my transcript. You send me 50 bucks right here, right now. Venmo that shit. I'll Mm -hmm. take it Mm -hmm. because I'm dying right now. Yeah. They wouldn't listen. Um, 
for the first like month and a half of being in that class, they would not use my name. Like mm. they would use the dead name that was in the system because it was taking so long to go through the system. It took yeah. like a month and a half to go through the system. Which is really hard because I know it. It's like, oh, we can fix things, but it's not an instant overnight. Like, it takes a long time for all the systems to, like, yeah. update itself. And so you're like... Mm. But no, and I would, like, constantly correct them. They wouldn't listen. Um, And then when I was gone from class, one of the other students was, like, talking to me outside of class. And they mm-hmm. were like, yeah, she was talking shit on you. In, in class, class? In class. Do you know what she said? Um, She said that she wasn't going to use my name. I, she was like, I don't care what they want to be called, except they use she. Which is crazy, because, oh, this professor wants to be all high and mighty, being like, oh, I never use pronouns, all I use is the name that I have in the system, or that I'm given, like, I don't use any pronouns, I just use names. Wrong! No, yeah, because she was like, I don't care what she wants to go by, the name that's in the system is what I'm going to use, I don't care what they want to think. Just because they want to be special doesn't mean I'm going to accommodate it to it. And I went, what? Oh, I'd be, I'd be in tears if I heard that. I was so fucked up after that. I'm I was sorry. so mad. I cried. Yeah. I, I was having a terrible time. Um, got into multiple arguments with mm-hmm. this professor. Like, multiple times. Yeah. Um, it was bad. And I just never felt welcomed in the class. I didn't feel safe in the class. Yeah. Because the rest of the people in that class weren't very nice either. They would give me looks. They would whisper about me um, when I was, like, doing work. Mm-hmm. Did not like it. Um, Fun fact about this professor. I, too, had problems with her when I took her. Because <laughs> we would get off topic all the time. At the beginning of the class, like, she would bring up things that are happening in the world, whatever. And, like fine, cool if you want to talk about these things. My problem is she never related it to the conversation that we were having in class. And, like, if you figure out a way to relate it to what you're teaching, cool, I'll hop along. But then she brought up the don't say gay bill that was happening, like, what, a year ago? Two years ago? It's about a year ago. That was a year ago. Yeah, about a year ago. Because I, oh, I took it in the fall. Last year, I believe. And... I literally was like, can we get back to class? No, yeah. And she just got so rude about it. And mm-hmm. she, like, was talking to another student being like, what do you think that, like, she was talking about? And the guy was like, sounds like she wants to teach kids about sex or something along those lines. And I was like, what? what? You don't even know what the bill is, stupid. Oh, no, yeah. So there's that. And then the next day I go to class and I'm like, Okay, whatever. I just want to learn about this subject matter. And she pulls me out and she's like, you will not be doing that again. Do not ever tell me that I can and cannot speak about something ever again. So I went into the bathroom and I cried. And I had um, another student grab my backpack. And then I went and saw Dr. Pai. And then I went and saw, um, at the time it was, who was the guy before Paris? Oh, I have no idea. The guy who is Matt Skellen now. Two guys ago. He was really nice. Uh, kind of older, great guy. He, like, heard me out, and he's like, okay, so we'll, like, talk about it. I don't know if anything ever happened, but it was very much awkward and unsafe after that. No, yeah. She doesn't really talk about, like, 
world events that much anymore, but she doesn't teach. Yeah. She won't teach. She'll, mm -hmm. one, she'll get on, like, super off-topic conversations with the students that she likes more. Um, yeah. And it'll go on for, like, 20 minutes, and half the class has been fucking wasted at that point. Um, I hate that. Or then she'll, like, when we do, like, the stuff on the board, she'll write the stuff down and then erase it immediately and then not apply it anywhere. Like, mm -hmm. she won't give us examples. She won't do anything like that. We're just writing on the vocab. And then she expects us to know how to form the sentences and everything like that. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. It's terrible. If I get asked for a doctor's note one more time. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you have professors who are not accommodating for you. They're not. Even after my little letters. Um, no, yeah. Because I have the little accommodation letters and I gave them to the professors. Um, but do you have some professors that you do like that are nice yes. to you? Do I get to name drop these ones? You can, yeah. Yes, I do have good professors. I love Kelsey. Kelsey yeah. is my for lifer in the art department. Kelsey is so nice, so accommodating for me. Because mm -hmm. um, Kelsey's classes are some of the ones that I miss a lot too, especially art history. I'm gone a lot. I seem to miss the most classes on like the Monday Wednesday bit, and then I'm there for Friday a lot. Yeah, it's just beginning of the week. I'm not well, and those are the classes that I have like really early in the morning. Yeah, and. That's the worst time for me, both with my disability, and I just get morning sickness, and I'm, like, dying for a couple hours in the morning. True. And like, that doesn't work with early classes. No. Because then I'm dying, and I'm like, I'm not going to be able to make it all the way across campus right now, mm -hmm. and then I can't go. But Kelsey has been sticking it out for me. She lets me make up my assignments when I, like, miss the little, like, seminars that we do. Mm -hmm. She's like, just write an essay. And I'm like, okay. I did have to write, like, six essays over Thanksgiving break, yeah. but, like... <laughs> I mean, at least, like, she's helping you, like, make it up, right? No, yeah. She's, like, giving me those chances, and that's all I could ask for. That's literally all I could ask for with any of these professors is just, please give me a chance to, like, make this up. Yeah. Except for that one professor who won't let me make up any of my exams. She won't let you make up exams? No. I keep, like, asking for, like... Because, like, Linda can proctor those. Yeah. Um, And I'm like, I send the email again because I haven't been in class in a while. And I'm like, hey. You should CC in Linda Barrett. I need to. Um, At this point, it is what it is. It's too late. I'm just going to take another class somewhere else. What is something that you'd like to see McPherson do? Either an event, specifically focus on, on being queer. Like, is there an event that you'd want or spaces to be held more more faculty members, what is something that you're like, it can be more than one thing. Yeah, uh-huh. I agree very strongly on this, because why do we only have two? So bad. Yeah. No, because especially living in such a small town growing up, and that just not being an option at all. Yeah. Like, they have the, like, single-use bathrooms, but those are for faculty, and the students are, like, never allowed to use those. And mm -hmm. my school was always so strict on, like, bathroom usage. Oh, I hate that. Um, bathrooms would always get closed all the time, too, because people were, like, vaping in them. And the solution was to lock all of the bathrooms. Yeah, because that's humane. Because that's humane. Where am I supposed to piss? Why is there not a gender-neutral bathroom in Hess? Exactly. You put all the gay bitches in this one fucking building. That is the one building that has, like, every gay person ever. Literally. Can we talk about how Jesse literally goes over to friendship to go to the bathroom. So I do that sometimes too. I Jean does it too. It 
it is absolutely insane that not only do students but faculty members like have to walk across campus Mm -hmm. but also not even like one building over some people have to walk like two or three buildings across campus depending on where they're at just to get a bathroom that makes them feel safe yeah be for real be for real because why is friendship like the only one that has a gender neutral bathroom? No, why are there like none anywhere? There's only technically the only one that's like open to the public is friendship. There are other ones. Like there's mm-hmm. one in the library, there's one in Melhorn, there's yeah. one in Templeton. Mm-hmm. All the dorms technically have one. But it's not a shower, it's just a the bathroom. bathroom. Yeah. And that's what bothers me most because they didn't put it in there thinking that they were gonna have a queer student or a trans student like needing a space to like they just put it in there for like a dorm that's like gendered so that the person of the opposite sex could go to the bathroom yeah because that's the whole point there's that big of a bathroom in bit and more is because no guy or girl depending on whatever is allowed in like the bathroom with the showers yeah so it's like no yeah just having more like accommodating spaces on campus would be really nice Mm -hmm. you know like, mainly the bathroom thing, but just in general, having, like, you know, nicely accommodating places. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. also on, it like, specifically targeting queerness, more languages, like, language classes. Yes. Because, like, Spanish is nice and good. Mm-hmm. But, like, when you have really old professors who aren't very adaptable to that kind of thing, you don't learn about the changes that countries have made for their languages. Because there are so many countries that have, like, actively changed their language mm-hmm. to include, like, gender-neutral pronouns. Yeah. Like, German. Germans are troopers for that. They have, like, specific, like, mm-hmm. separate pronouns. Like, yeah. they added them into the dictionaries and everything. Yeah. They're, like, completely different than what you would use for, like, for, like lawyer plural or people. Or yeah. a wife and a husband. Oh, I love that. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I've taken, like, German classes with, like, really young professors who are, like, just fresh out of Germany kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and they're like, oh, yeah, there's, like, a ton of stuff that they've added in now. Um, it's, like, in the dictionaries and stuff, and it's, it's like, integrating slowly, but it's going. And that's, like, the progress we need. Or even like, someone just willing to do the research yeah. behind it. Even if it was, like, an older professor who's like, I don't know this answer, but let me do some research yeah. to, like, find something to make you feel more accommodated for would be great. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast today. I hope you had a great time. I did.